Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Three, two, one. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. That's what it is. right ladies and gentlemen it is commissioner cooper and it's time for tss fantasy yeah yeah oh yeah that's a right kind of yeah on this monday today nick i appreciate that i think what happened we had justin here in pregame we kind of talked about what the show is going to be about we hit the intro and he's gone i don't think he really liked what we had to say he had a brownout on his computer so uh he needs to boot it back up he, he, well, actually, I think what he said was, hey, you're going to talk about the Niners. I'm out tonight. All right. Well, let's get things started. We talked about overreacting Monday. It's time to overreact. I hope you're here to overreact with us. Let's start with our introductions. Welcome into the studio. Nick, you got Flandered Macaronis. Yeah. Uh, week one is almost in the books. You know, uh, week one is always the hardest one to uh, for fantasy and for betting. And uh I lost on both. So if you're in my boat, I'm right along there rowing with you. So uh, anyway, uh, as you're rowing the boat, go over to TSS Fantasy. Uh, click the subscribe button on YouTube. You can win a CK 2K jersey. And and check out our mer- merchandise and our rankings. Are up, our rankings will be updated by tomorrow for the Week 2 matchup. Uh, starting with Thursday's game against the Chargers and whoever they're playing, I don't know who they're, who they're playing. They're they're playing some somebody, but anyway, that's my spiel, and I'm sticking to it. All right, well, just so you know, <laughs> it's our game of the week. It's Chargers versus Chiefs on Thursday night. Yeah, I them. I didn't even know it was Thursday night, and we had last week was Thursday night too. I was like, wow, that's really kind of working out kind of well. All right, let's also welcome to the studio, forget his brown out or black out, whatever he had. Welcome in <laughs> Justin Hayes, Yeah, if you're in the state of Maryland right now on the eastern shore, you know you'll have severe thunderstorm morning. So this might be an in and out type of day for your boy Justin, but I'm going to give you that's the best that I can while I'm here. 
We do listen. We're, we're, <laughs> I was uh, I was thinking it. I was thinking it. Nick said it. What are you gonna do? Uh, let's listen. We're yeah, down here. I, for- I, I knew it when I when it first left my. I was like, all right, I'm just waiting for one of these guys to pull it off. Who's gonna do it? You can always rely on Nick. I'll tell you that right now. Just like oh. I relied on him to fill in my spot, tell you all about tssfantasy.com. Tell us about the rankings. Guys, it's week two, and I can't wait to get it started because week one was somewhat of a nightmare for me. Yeah, Mike's and I wonder why. We got, a, we, got a, we got a comment already. Mike uh, is calling me out for watching the TV. We're playing right now in our big league. So, we're yeah, as I mentioned, I got to get Javonta Williams to outscore Alberto by six points. Get in the end zone, boy. What's wrong with you? All right, let's talk right now. Listen, guys, we have a great week one. Before we get into it, though, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. Nick, you were close. CJ2K, your uh, football signed, ready to go. Hit the subscribe button. Yeah, him too. Also, don't forget, um, go to Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100. Lots of great contests still going on. Daily stuff, they got it all. And we're going to double that money. Come get with us. Come hang with us. Lots of good stuff. Justin, why would do all this crazy stuff? Well, I think you're supposed to go Nick first for that one. I know, one, I was switching I'll up. take it. I was switching up. Oh, well, shit. I guess it's because we can. And why is that? <laughs> Nick? <laughs> well, I guess it's because I think it's because we're the fancy show of the people. So know, that's like, that's the true reason why we do it. Get with the program. <laughs> Get with the program. Think on your feet a little here. Laptop not working. Can't go with the audibles. Holy Just, crap. Justin's out here looking like Trey Lance. <laughs> yeah. all right, let's I, I am a one-read type of guy, all right? I am not looking out all across the field. Just send me down the middle, coach. I am a one-read type of guy. <laughs> yeah, you and Kyler Murray. Indeed. All right, well, let's get things started. We got a lot to talk about, so let's we both start don't work with a little news. <laughs> So, I mean, lots of injuries to talk about, lots of fun games to talk about. Let's just get into the injuries. Doc will be with us tomorrow. We'll get a little more in-depth into the injuries and kind of see where we're at. We know Prescott fractured thumb. We heard initially six to eight weeks right now is a prognosis for him to get back. So we will see. Um, You know, this is a huge loss, obviously, for the Cowboys. Um, But Justin, to kick it to you first, fantasy-wise, Cooper Rush now seems to be the starter. Are you trusting CeeDee Lamb and the rest of these Cowboys? I mean, maybe as a flex, it's hard for me to trust the running game because I think that everybody's just going to see it coming. Uh, Pollard, because he offers more than just as a running back, he can be a slot receiver. Um, Dalton Schultz, I still kind of like because, you know, whether it's a backup or a starter, your tight end's like your best friend. Um, so I think he's going to be fine. CD Lamb, like I said, I can't. In good conscience right now, I cannot put him as my number one wide receiver. I would have to put him as like, you know, a two, three, or a flex. There's just, I mean, he had his opportunity last week or yesterday, and he couldn't get it done with Dak Prescott. I have so many questions. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk in a second though. Look, look who joined us, Brad. The Bears. 
Brad, get on the damn podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Great day. Uh, He didn't say it, but I'll say it. Bear down. All right. Let's get on to. um, I'm gonna a couple receivers. I'm gonna throw a couple receivers at you, Nick. Chris Godwin coming back Mm. off ACL. We're gonna talk to Doc a little bit about this because I definitely question them brushing him back because this is exactly what happens because you're compensating. Compensating. Excuse me for injury. Other stuff starts to tighten up. That's, it's very natural to happen, so I'm surprised they rushed him back. Now he's got the hamstring issue. Keenan Allen also with a hamstring issue as well. Um, it's kind of up and down for what we hear, MRI possibly um, to be taking place. But Keenan Allen said it's no big deal afterwards. So, Nick, impacts on both of those guys um, to their team. Um, what, do you th- what do you think they are? Well, yeah, let's, let's start off with the um, Chris Godwin. You know, when he came out and said, you know, a couple of days before the game, he says there's a small chance that he'll play, and then he comes out and then he plays. You kind of you kind of thought that he's going to rush it back, and then of course once you're on the field, you forget about everything and you just go full bore, and uh, and it caught up to him. Uh, you don't just ease back into that when you're Chris Godwin and and you're playing um, that team from Texas. Uh, so. And as far as Keenan Allen goes, uh, I'm just reading in uh, a report from Yahoo, and he said because the game's on Thursday that there's a small chance he'll play this week. Right. So uh, what I would do if if I were you, if you have either one of those, bump somebody up from your bench if they're if they're viable. Okay, uh, but the top three receivers I pick up this week would be um, Curtis Samuel. Julio Jones came came out of the grave. I don't know what happened with him, and uh, I'd probably pick up um, Sterling Shepard. Right, that's our waiver shows tomorrow, Nick. Thanks. All, All right, right, Nick, you're a day early. <laughs> you're a day early and a dollar short, my friend. All right. Let's go on to Eli. I'm always a dollar short. Eli Mitchell um, starts out really good. Look good in this matchup. Unfortunately, once again, injury bug hitting those minor running backs. And it's a knee injury, at least two months. A sprained MCL is the prognosis. We'll talk a little more, obviously, with Doc. This is an already injured knee. So, Justin, I'm going to go to you, obviously, on this one. What do you guys say about the impacts? Who would you pick up? Because Jeff Wilson came in, we talked about this in our text, um, and did nothing, pretty much. So, who's the guy you think in the Niners that's going to pick up the slack? So, if you need an immediate running back, if Elijah Mitchell was your one or two guys, I would say go get Jeff Wilson. Kyle Shanahan's already said he's the starter right now. If you're got some flexibility there, I would go actually go Jordan Mason. I think Jordan Mason's a guy who in the coming weeks is actually going to rise in the ranks here. Um, he was very good in the preseason. He runs exactly like Elijah Mitchell runs fast, violent. He loves to hit people in the chest. That's everything that Shanahan wants. And He's an undrafted free agent, so Shanahan obviously loves him, right? Terrell Davis, Elijah Mitchell, all these guys that Kyle Shanahan didn't have to spend a lot of capital on or his father didn't have to spend a lot of capital on. That seems to be the whole thing with the Shanahan tree. So Mm -hmm. I would say, like I said, if you need him right now, go get Jeff Wilson against the Seahawks. It's probably going to be a good matchup for a spot play. But if you're looking, if you have that flexibility, that, you know, ability to go a week or so without a good running back. I think Jordan Mason is going to be the long-term guy until Mitchell gets back. 
We're going to bring up uh, this next comment. We're going to bring up Jerry Judy just hit down the sideline, and he's gone. Touchdown, by the way. I had to give that Monday night Monday night update. This was brought up by by Brad. I had to I had to say this. Mikey Mikey on point with his bets. He called the Bears upset. He called a lot of stuff. We're going to get to that later. Mikey Betts, boy, welcome to TSS. We appreciate you. All right. That's why he's Mikey Betts, man. He's the best in the bets. Yeah, you got to bet. You got to bet with Mikey. All right, let's go on, Nick. I'm going to go to your wheelhouse, Najee Harris. Now, we know about the Liz Frank sprain. We know we were talking about it before, a little bit of a rush maybe back. Um, What do you say about this injury? Do you go pick up um, his backup, or do you feel like he's going to come back? What do you say? Uh, I think this is going to be a year-long ling- lingering injury. Uh, the best thing, obviously, I'm I'm not the doc. Uh, you're closer to the doc than than I am. Um, I I'd rest him. I would I would force sit him to get this thing right because it's going to be a lingering thing every week. It's going to, you know, those you know those little nicks and bumps and bruises. Uh, so I definitely would go get um, his his backup. So. Again, play him with caution. If you got a better running back that you can put in his spot or uh, pick up on the waiver wire, definitely do that because, again, it's going to be a carry-by-carry. Hold your breath and wait and see if he gets up. Indeed. All right, we'll wrap up the injuries with Mac Jones. Got his back broke in Miami. Yo, dang right he did. But looks like he's all right. Negative on the x-rays. Looks like he'll be fine. Either way, Patriots, horrible. Um, T Higgins concussion. He might be out. That's one of those wait and see things. I don't want to talk too much about it just yet. Cause we haven't got a whole lot yet. Um, but we'll see T T Higgins out though. Best believe you better stick Tyler Boyd in your lineups. Cause mm. he went from zero to hero for sure. No doubt about it. Pat Mahomes also with a injured left wrist, not the one he throws with. It seems to be no big deal. Um, but at least worth mentioning to say the least, cause you just never know with those injuries. All right, well, we got some game balls to give out, so let's get the ball started. Lamar winding up, going deep for Bateman. He's got him! Touchdown! Third touchdown today for Lamar Jackson. All right, game balls from week one. Justin, what say you? Who's your game ball recipient for week one? So remember when we were on the show and we were talking about Justin Jefferson versus Jamar Chase? Does anybody have any more questions? Justin Jefferson went out there, 11 targets, 9 catches, 184 yards, 2 touchdowns against one of the best corners in the league, Jair Alexander. Come on now. Let's go. It's Miami Vikings are going to the NFC North Championship, and they're they're going to win the NFC North, but they'll probably be in the NFC Championship because that's what my prediction magically said. I don't remember predicting that one, but uh, whatever. <laughs> but they will be the NFC North Champions, and this was foreshadowing of a season of pain for Green Bay. Justin Jefferson somehow making it look easy and somehow topping his all-time, I think, scoring for fantasy. So, yeah, game ball. Goes to Justin Jefferson, the boy. I, that's a great one to give. When did the Vikings move to Miami? I think that's what Nick was looking up right now. Did, did Minnesota move to Miami at some point, or are you predicting? Nice. Were you predicting the Dolphins versus Vikings Super Bowl just now? I'm just just curious. 
No, uh, I think uh, Justin Jefferson wants to be in Miami, but I think he'll take Minnesota. <laughs> Too hot, Miami, man. Too hot. All right, Nick, the ball's tossed to you. Who you who's the recipient of your game ball? Uh, I am giving my game ball to Michael Pittman Jr. He was 9 of 13 for 121 yards, 13.4 average, 28 long, and a touchdown to bring the Colts back from uh, redemption, not to lose, but to tie the flipping Texans. And they also cost me in my survivor pools. Oh. And, uh, how the hell do you tie the Texans? <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. I was, I was, you know, we'll get to the games in a minute. I was very, very curious why Levy Smith punted. I mean, I realized giving the ball away to the Colts um, isn't advantageous, but you got a young team. Like, you know, go after it. Look what, look what they did in, in uh, New York with that game winner. I mean, that was great. So, anyway, I'm going to give my game ball to A.J. Brown. And, I mean, it, it, if you spend all summer talking a guy up and he comes and shows it, shows you what's up in the first game, it makes you feel a little sigh of relief. A.J. Brown, 10 receptions, 155 yards. Didn't see the end zone. Got a feeling, though, this week they definitely might see it a few times. All right. Let, let's get on to our fantasy leader. Yeah, I'm sorry. We just didn't catch it. That's all I'm saying. Let's get on to our fantasy leaders. All right, talking about our fantasy leaders, we'll go to the quarterback position. Patrick Mahomes, number one on the week, 34.9 points. Josh Allen from the Thursday night, 33.5. Carson Wentz, 29.7. Jalen Hurts with 24.7. Justin Hurts at number five, 23.3. Joe Burrow, 22.2. Jameis Winston, a top 10 guy this week, number seven, 21.7. Lamar Jackson, number eight, 21.2. Kyler Murray, more in garbage time, 20.6. How about the number 10 quarterback, though? Marcus Mariota. Wow, 19.8. If you had that on your list, well, you need to come on this show. Just, I'll, just, I'll just give you the suit. Um, just anyone on the top 10 that impressed you, you want to talk about? Uh, yeah. So I actually think it was, you know, kind of impressive that Joe Burrow threw four picks and still made it in the top 10, <laughs> but, um, I'll, I'll go with, I'll actually go with Marcus Mariota. He looked very comfortable in that game. And for a long period of time, like they were absolutely controlling it. You know, props to Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas for pulling it together at the end. And, you know, we'll get to Michael Thomas in a second with the one we get to the wide receivers. But can we get a round of applause for this man? This man never hit the end zone more than, I think, six times his entire career. He's already a third of the way there in his first season back. Um, But, yeah, I'll I'll go with Mariota all day long. I think that he is now, in my opinion, the unquestioned quarterback going into at least ten weeks. You know, if he messes up, eh, maybe Desmond Ritter, but – he looked good out there. He looked good running, too. I, I think that was one of the big keys. You know, he was very confident, very fast, and I, I'm excited to have him on my team. I only have him on two of my rosters, but I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to have him, he says. Brad, we're going to bring this up later. We do have some Flanders flops. We will be bringing up Damon Pierce. We definitely want to have a conversation about that for sure. Um, Nick, how about you? Anyone on the top QBs you want to bring up? 
I have to. I, I, I got to bring up the third man. I got to bring up Carson Wentz. Okay. Albeit, albeit he did against Jacksonville. Uh, 29 points is tw- 29 points. What am, what am, what am I going to say? Um, he, he played well. Uh, happy for him. You know, not, you know, I wish he was still doing it in, in green and silver. But, uh, you know, it is, it is what it is. And um, good, good job to him. Also, would like to bring up green and silver. Eagles. No. No, oh, I was. I, I was. We gonna, know what you meant. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Go. Oh. I was going to say how how Carson Wentz was that game. Like he throws two touchdowns, then he throws two picks, then he throws two more touchdowns. <laughs> how Carson Wentz was that game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I found what I find funny is that Nick literally trashes Carson Wentz every week, and I just heard him say, and I'm totally going to clip this. I wish he yeah. was still doing it in the green and silver. Green yeah. and silver. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. He's like, right. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Let's bring up again. I wanted to bring him up. Marcus Mariota at number 10. Very impressive performance by him. Listen again, Mikey Betts with the Hawaiian balls. Remember he brought Marcus Mariota up talking about how well he's doing. Wow. Geno Smith is on fire tonight, but he just got another touchdown. Geno Smith right now is lighting up the Broncos D. Can't even believe it. We'll talk about their stats at halftime. Anyway, Marcus Mariota, like I said, very gutsy performance. The Saints D is no joke. He put out, put out a very good performance. And again, another call by Mikey Mikey B. All right, let's go on to the running backs. Hold on. Can I bring up one guy outside the top? top? Yeah, sure, Nick. All right. Um, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed in him. He only had 19 points. I thought he was going to be balls on fire. I thought he was going to be like number two, number num- number one. But, he um, didn't have to be. Right. Correct. The team dominated. They, he That's didn't have right. to be. Thanks for interrupting <laughs> me for that, Nick. All right, let's go on to the running back position. Say, I'm about to say Shaquan. Saquon Barkley, it's such a surprise. I don't even know how to say his name anymore. 27.4 points, man. He was definitely out there. Jonathan Taylor doing Jonathan Taylor things. 23.5 at number two. This is what's super funny, though. If you look at the leaders, man, if you drafted a high running back, if you were up there between one and eight, you were freaking pissed right now because all those top guys did basically nada. Um, here, here's the rest of the list. Swift, right? 23.5. He was tied with Jonathan Taylor. That's according to Fantasy Pros. I forgot to bring that up. Brought to you by our good friends at Fantasy Pros. How about number four? And tell me if you heard this name before last year. Cordell Patterson, 19.6 points. I mean, how many times we got to talk about this guy? Still doing his thing. How about this one? Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. Remember when Fred was asked between Brees Hall and Clyde's Edwards Hilaire? Yeah, we should have went the other way. Five, five, excuse me, number fifth, or number five running back on the week, 19.4 points. Kareem Hunt, 19 points. James Robinson, another guy. Wow, 18.9 points. This is the biggest surprise. <laughs> Not Derrick Henry. Dontrell Hilliard is 18.9 points, the number eight. The backup to Derrick Henry is the eighth running back this week. Miles Sanders at 16.5, and A.J. Dillon with 15.1 points. That was pretty good performance, even though they were struggling that game a lot. All right, Nick, I'm going to go to you first on this. Anyone in the top 10 you'd like to bring up? Uh, Clyde Edwards... Hilaire, uh, I didn't see it. I was hoping I didn't see it because I was playing against a guy 
who had him. And every time I looked at the damn screen, there he goes again in, in the flipping end zone. Um, and I'm happy to see Miles Sanders. I called it uh, their day. I said, look, watch out for, for Miles Sanders. He will score this week. And he did. So he didn't make a liar out of me. Thank, thank you to him. Justin, what say you? Uh, James Robinson. I mean, this guy, everybody is talking shit on players that have Achilles tears. This man has an Achilles tear. He comes back earlier than what usually you would come back at. He came back in about nine months or so, usually about a year recovery for this thing. And here we go, and here we see this man break off 60 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, one receiving, one rushing. He looks electric. He looks better than uh, Travis Etienne, who was supposed to usurp his role in this backfield. Guess what? Doug Peterson loves, you know, a ton of backs. Where do you think Nick Sirianni got it from? He got, <laughs> he got it from his buddy Frank Reich, who got it from Doug Peterson. But, um, you know, I think it's just it's great to see somebody kind of break the mold here. We always think these Achilles guys are just going to come back and be terrible because we see Cam Akers, we see Donta Foreman, we see guys just – Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a This holiday season, Lexus wants you to remember. Nothing feels as good as making others feel good. Those so-called feel-good holiday films? They can't hold a gingerbread-scented candle to the feeling of giving them something that gives them all the feels. Make this December one to remember. Together. Click the banner to discover more. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer never come back to form and it looks like James Robinson can just play football. So yeah, it's definitely still, definitely still Mr. Robinson's neighborhood to say the least. And uh, again, Travis Etienne, I I keep saying this guys and I'm not going to ever stop. Go with the guys who have done it before, unless you, there's that breakout guy. There's no doubt. You always go with the guys who have been there and have proven it. James Robinson is definitely that guy. I even brought up Cordell Patterson on a, a on another show on Saturday. I'm like, there's nobody's talking about him, and and he's still the same guy. You know what I mean? So it was it was surprising, not surprising to me to see him up here at the top ten. All right, let's go on to receiver. You brought him up earlier, Justin Jefferson, the man, the myth, the legend. This week, thirty point four points, not too shabby, as they say. Devonta Adams, number two. This was funny, though. If you went top receivers, you were happy this week. He was 20.1. Guess who's number three? The Jamar Chase, of course, 18.9. Guess who's number four? You could probably guess. Cooper Cup, 18.8. Number five, Stephon Diggs, 18.2. Michael Pittman Jr. looked real good and got a game ball tonight, too. 18.1 points. Michael Thomas, you brought him up earlier. Great game, 17.7 points. Here's the surprise, number eight, Devin DuVernay. It was Lamar's favorite guy against the Jets, 17.4 points. How about one other surprise? Uh, Nick's favorite player. Robbie Nick's favorite receiver of all time, Robbie Anderson. (laughs) Robbie Anderson, 16.2. Baker found him when he needed to. 
AJ Brown finishes up the top ten. So what do you, what do you say, Justin, my friend? I'm gonna go to you this one. Give me a guy in the top ten that uh you know you want to talk about. I'll go with Michael Thomas. I I I mean, honestly, the guy looked dead in the water. Looked like a lot of people were gonna be right on him again. And then the fourth quarter rolled around. He scored two touchdowns in crucial moments to get this team back on track and get him the dub, the last minute W. Michael Thomas. He looks like he's back. He looks like he's back into that can't-guard-mic form, which is phenomenal for fantasy. It's phenomenal for Jameis Winston, guys. And it'll make you reconsider that Chris Olave pick right now because, you know, it obviously showed that Michael Thomas and Jameis Winston, they got a connection going there. Um, yeah, I I don't really like to talk a lot about Michael Thomas because he's not my favorite player, but I'll give him his dues on this one. He was yeah. he had a really good game. And also a notable mention in that game, we'll, you know, we'll get to the games in a second, but Jarvis Landry had a great game as well. He had a Jarvis Landry-type game, so PPR-wise, yep. great Jarvis Landry game. Nick, give me a guy in the top ten you like, or you want to talk about. Uh, let's go with number two, Devontae Adams. I guess he's smiling from ear to ear right about now. Uh, he killed it yesterday. And I guess I would like to talk about, I hate to say it, Robbie Anderson is probably like in number six right now, but be cautious because you probably won't see Robbie Anderson in the top 10 for the rest of the year. So don't go chasing points if he's on the waiver wire. I think that's an important point. I wanted to bring that up because we called it overreaction Monday. I really wanted to lead with that. And because we talked about this prior to the show, a friend of the show had mentioned on another show about not panicking. And he is 100% right. If you're on a fantasy team and it didn't go so well this week, just like Aaron Rodgers said a couple years ago, relax. It's okay. It's one game. You got a lot of season to go. Don't sell out your team yet. That guy that you trade away may end up being the league winner. Like, who knows? So just relax, chill. It's going to be okay, guys. It's going to be okay. That's what I hey, want to assure you. Matthew Barry scored 36 points this this week. It's going right. to be okay. It's exactly. going to be okay. So I, going to this point, the reason I'm leading into it this way is because I want to bring up somebody in this next list with tight ends, and I'm going to go through it. But obviously, Travis Kelsey, number one, 18.1. No big surprise there. But the other big surprise, O.J. Howard is number two on the list. Now, that's a big surprise, obviously. And everyone's like, oh, there's the new guy. There's the new tight end. But the guy was targeted twice. <laughs> so, so, like Nick said, be cautious of chasing points. We'll bring it up in the flops, too, They're, especially in the tight end position. It really, it really is true. It's truly chasing the dragon in the tight end, where you see the hot guy one week, you go pick him up, and then the guy you had, he gets in the end zone. So it's one of those things that you just got to kind of ride out and kind of hope to, hope for the best. Obviously, if a guy's doing consistently, because that's what I always say, consistency is key. If they're consistently doing it, then obviously it's somebody to pick up. All right, let's go um, Taysom Hill at number three. 14 Another points. one. Again, going back to chasing points, but I actually disagree with you. I think this is – it depends on the league and the format you're in. But if I'm going to take a chance on a tight end, why not it be Taysom Hill, a guy who runs the football, throws the football, and catches? He does it all in the field. He is one of those. And guess what? They like to use him in goal line situations, too. I love Taysom Hill. I think he's a great pickup this week 
we'll talk about that tomorrow. All right. Also, Gerald Everett, a guy you didn't like, Nick, 11.4. He talked about him a few times. 11.4 on the Chargers. So, you know, again, showing up. Obviously, the Keenan Allen injury when he went out had a lot to do with it. Uh, but Mike Williams, like, not targeted at all. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Darren Wall, uh, Zach Ertz, I'm sorry, number five, 9.4. Darren Waller, 7.9. Pat Firemuth, 7.5. Tyler Conklin, 7.4. Dalton Schultz at number nine, 6.2. And number 10, Chris Myrick or whatever, 6.1 points. The tight end for the Giants. Um, I had to, like, I, was, I don't even know if I pronounced it right. Nick, give me somebody in the top 10 you want to bring up. Oh, I want to bring up Taysom Hill because, uh, you know, you said go about ch- chasing points. He's a tight end. He was targeted one time uh, for two yards. Everything he else did, he had one fifty-seven yard yard run. You take away that fifty-seven yard yard run, he's at the bottom. So I know points are points, but again, caution with your points. Don't go after the points because because we we may not see him again. He's not somebody bad to pick up and stash. No, he's not. But don't think he's going to be doing this every single week. Right, and I agree. I wouldn't throw him in uh, above, uh, uh, you know, your starting tight ends, like your top guys. But if you're playing that, you're playing that waiver wire, picking up a tight end each week, he's not a bad one to take a shot on. Justin, what say you, sir? So I actually talked about that on our Saints podcast because – I loved Taysom Hill because of what he can do as a rusher. He is, like Jason said, he's going to kill you everywhere. They will bring him in to pass the ball. They will bring him in for dummies. They will bring him in for every single thing. When you have four carries, 81 yards, and a touchdown, I don't care who you are. You just got me 14 points. I love that all day long. But I'm not going to talk about Taysom Hill as my guy. My guy to talk about is Pat Fryermuth because on our Steelers episode, we had a guy, I believe he said that he didn't believe – oh, no, I'm sorry. That was that was my show. He said that he didn't believe Pat Fryermuth fit into the Steelers, what they were going to do. And I said, bullshit, because Pat Fryermuth does everything right as a tight end. He's a good blocker. He's a good catcher. What did he do? He was targeted 10 times by, Pat, for, by uh, Mitch Trubisky, caught five, went for 75. This, this guy is the real deal. This guy is a top 10 tight end that everybody keeps sleeping on because of his situation. Guess what? He's always going to be there, and they're always going to find a way to get him the ball. I love Pat Fryermuth. I've got him everywhere, whether he's my first tight end or my second tight end. I am happy. Pat Fryermuth is the new Heath Miller. Ooh. He's a little faster, too. Not yeah, but same, same game type, you know, short mm-hmm. – uh, short pat, short passes, run you over. He's the new Heath Miller. Ooh, yep. you're nothing wrong with a little Heath Miller in your life, that's for sure. Listen, all right, listen, we don't talk about. He's Taysom. a little more Jason Witten. I'll take it. <laughs> 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 so right. everybody else. All right, yeah, I hear you. All right, so we don't talk about kickers on the show, but I did want to point out. I did say multiple times if I was going to invest in a kicker, it's in the Browns Panthers matchup, and Kane York. <laughs> York is your number two kicker this week for the Browns. Just want to throw that out there. Defensively, though, Steelers, 26 points. Dolphins, eight, America's team, 18 mm. points. Bills, 17. Chargers, 13. Bucks, 13. Vikings, 12. Ravens, 11. Bears, 10. Rams, 9. Titans, 9. We don't need to talk about those. Could be different matchups next week. But interesting enough, 
TJ Watt with the injury might be an issue for the Steelers D going forward. So definitely take that. Definitely got to take note of that. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for us to talk about some Flanders flops. And then we're going to talk about the matchups that happened last week. We'll be right back. Are you feeling stressed out because you're not achieving your personal goals in life? You're not alone. And like most, it's time to make a change before the inevitable. It's time to call in the coach. Vision, coaching, and consulting. Because every champion has a coach. Our proven coaching methods have been in place for over 20 years and have helped professionals just like you achieve more than ever thought possible. We will partner with you and be there to ensure your goals are met. Our coaches will assist you in formulating a plan to achieve your goals. At Vision Coaching and Consulting, we offer business coaching, life coaching, and consulting services to get you back on track to meet those personal goals. And our virtual appointments make it easy to connect to a coach at any time you need them. Stop by and visit us today online at coachingandleading.org or you can follow us on any of our social media platforms by our handle, Coach Lead Win. Vision, coaching, and consulting because every champion has a coach. All right, you know what time it is. It's time for some Flanders Flops. Calm down, Italy, diddly, 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 diddly. They did their best, shoddily, Italy, Italy, diddly. Gotta be nice, hostility, diddly, diddly, diddly. Ah, hell, diddly, ding, dog, crap. Can't you morons do anything right? Gucci flip flops. Make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Check the wrist swatch. Gucci flip flops. Fake and hit your bitch in the side. It's a big watch. Diamond dripping off. No clue. Why I like that song so much. It's so dumb. All right, let's go. let's go on. Let's talk about the our flops at quarterback. All right, Avi, I'm going to save this one. I don't even need to say his name. I'm going to let Nick just take that away. But we'll go on to the other ones. Trey Lance again. He was my sit him. Eleven points. Tom Brady, eleven point four, and we already talked Matt Stafford with eleven. Nick, who's the other guy I was going to bring up? Uh, I don't know. Some guy named Karen. Some guy named Karen. Uh, I would love to talk about Karen Rogers. Uh, Mr. Mr. Selfish all, all himself. Um, you know, that's his favorite seafood. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Self, 
selfish. Uh, so anyway, uh, he yeah, uh, he brought this all on himself. You need one and of those I, drops for every time Nick's on yeah. there. Uh, yeah, right. sure. <laughs> uh, he brought this on himself, and I couldn't think of a nicer guy to do it to himself. Uh, he goes out and gets a four point seven because maybe if he would have kept some of that money for his receivers, maybe he he would not be in this situation. So that's my uh, flop of the week for uh, Mister Mister Rogers. There, all right. I figure I let you get it all out. So there you go. All right, Justin. I have more, but I'll just reserve I'm some for the rest of the I'm year. Got, at least most of it out. Justin, you got anyone you want to talk about on the flop list? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a low hanging fruit, maybe even a low blow. But I'll go with Dak Prescott. He was just bad for the majority of his game. He I mean, he was it. injured. He injured his hand, but come on, he injured his hand in the fourth quarter. Like let let's face facts here. He wasn't doing much before no. then. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it. You know, Dak Prescott for what he was paid, you know, he need and you know, we're talking about Karen Rogers. He lost Amari Cooper because they couldn't repay him. You know, he's lost players too. So Dak You mean Devontae Adams. Yep. I think he was no, comparing. Amari Cooper, Amari yeah, Cooper was, was the Cowboys. I got, I got what you meant. Yeah, he yeah. was just comparing the two. I got you. All right, let's yeah. go on to the running. My apologies, sir. My apologies, sir. Nick, <laughs> pay attention in class, Nick. <laughs> My most humble apology. I'm sorry. Got to interrupt me. All right, let's go to the running back. This is important. We're all dumber now. Thank, thank, thank. This is all important to note here because how about I just I know he got in PPR 11.7 points. But I just because I gotta keep bringing him up, Christian McCaffrey, bro. People are drafting him number one, number two. Made no sense to me then. It makes no sense to me now. Even though he's still lining up a lot of better than some of these other guys, uh, he's definitely on this list. Damian Pierce, three point nine. Brad wanted to talk about him earlier, man. I mean, I don't know. I'm looking at this Rex Burkhead stat. I just can't even believe how much he was utilized again. Could have been a lot of game script. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the games like I normally do because I was down in Miami. Um, but yeah, uh, very disappointing. How about Alvin Kamara? 4.6 points, bro, against Atlanta? What? That surprised me big time. Zeke Elliott, I mean, again, the Bucks D, not for nothing. They're for real, bro. I mean, wow, good. I was definitely wrong about the Bucks. I just, I stood corrected last night. Um, Zeke, though, just, you know, again, he looked good when they were running it, but they just got down and, he, you know, all kind of stuff was going on last night. Travis Etienne, 6.5 points. Mike Davis, everyone's got a sneaky good start this week, 1.1 points. And Aaron Jones with 7.6. I know Derrick Henry disappointed, Dava Cook disappointed. A lot of flops this week. Uh, Justin, anyone you want to bring up? I noticed you didn't put David Montgomery in there. Are you, are you trying to keep our lone bear fan? <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, there's just so many. I mean, you know, I mean, I just, you know, yeah, you're right. I did leave him out. No, so. no I'm not even going to talk about David Montgomery. I'm talking about Brees Hall. Brees Hall got targeted 10 times, only came away with six receptions, and 38 yards, and he came away with six points. What, yeah. what are we doing here? What are we doing here, guys? I mean, and, and obviously in PPR, that's. T- you know, I think 12 points, 11 points, but still, what are we doing here? You get tw- 10 targets and you can't do more than that. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Mike, and Michael Carter out, you know, a lot of lot of snaps to Michael Carter, which is very, very 60 yards. You know what I mean? It was yeah. very surprising. It, it, what we saw in the preseason, I thought for sure Brees Hall was going to be the guy at some point. But again, 
first game. We're not going to overreact, that's for sure. All right, Nick, what say you, my friend? Who who you got on the flops with running backs? Uh, I am going to go somewhere where you probably didn't think I was going to go. I'm going to go Aaron Jones this week because yeah. here's the thing. Uh, he didn't do much at all. He was, he only, he only had five carries for 49 yards. Uh, when you are that pitiful of a receiving offense and you have him in the backfield, use him as a receiver some more, split him out, put him in the slot and just let Dylan run, run the ball. Like I know LaFleur says, all right, Flanders, whatever. But seriously, you, he is, he is a receiver that can catch the damn ball. All right. Yeah. Use him more. So I, you know, he's a victim of circumstance right now, but I have to use him as my flop of the week and Derrick Henry for the obvious reasons. Yeah, for sure. All right, go on the receivers. C.D. Lamb. Again, big struggle last night. 2.9 points. I mean, earlier in the game, too, and we're going to get into that in a second, but they, he just looked like they were forcing the ball to him. I mean, it was it was bad. I actually was starting to feel bad for the Cowboys. Amari Cooper leaving Dallas not <laughs> much in Cleveland 1.7 points Robert Woods a guy who was talked about a lot like a big debate always with him could he be good could he not be good not so good game one 1.3 points Mike Williams that was a big surprise even with Keenan Allen hurt one point George Pickens 0.3 points Hunter Renfro disappointment 2.1 Keeping with the old uh, with the white guy theme, Adam Thielen three point six points. So a little disappointments there. Nick, you got a receiver you want to talk about for your flop? Yeah, I am going to go with uh, Chase Claypool uh, with the with just the way things are going in in Pittsburgh. I thought that he would have been more. I thought he would have stepped up more. Now, obviously, he could be a victim of circumstance with the with the O line. And the quarterback play. I mean, their offense was stagnant. They uh, offensively, they had no business being in the in this game. Is their defense that's what kept them in in the game. But he needs to step up more, and he needs to be noticed more. So uh, I'm going to say Chase Claypool. Justin, what say you, sir? Uh, I'm going to go with two guys here. I'm going to go with the Packers rookie duo, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Uh, Christian Watson, we could have been talking about as the rookie breakout of the week if he would have just caught that touchdown. I mean, he literally beat his man by a country mile and dropped it. And it was funny because the fantasy footballers today, they were saying – you know what his next move should have been? Just running all the way back to Green Bay. Because <laughs> just catch that Uber back to Green Bay because you knew Aaron Rodgers was pissed. Yeah. So and you, ain't you, met, the you ball. can't mess up on those opportunities. And then when you've got Karen Rodgers back there grin, grimacing at you going, what are you doing, you punk-ass little kid? Overall, he still had an okay day for a rookie. Two receptions, 34 yards. There's obviously talent there. You just got to make those plays, Rook. You got to make those plays. Mm, I agree. Aaron Rodgers going to go eat some more shrooms. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, I got another one for you. Brandon Cooks, 8.2. I know you're the only guy that that can catch the ball down there in, in Houston. Obviously, you need to do more. Well, apparently O.J. Howard got some hands, too, at least by the right mm. zone. <laughs> Let's go to week tight one. End. Week one, sir. Week Let's one. Let's go to tight end. How about America's team? And he was my sit at tight end, if you recall. Mike Gesicki, 0.1 points. 
Buddy was down there blocking, buddy. That's why he was upset in the offseason. Yeah, you're a blocker now, bud. It's not it's not receiver time for you. Da- um, Dawson Knox, you know, we saw that performance. You know, not very good at all. Um, how about the, the, the Joku, if I could get that out? 0.7 points because everyone was on this guy. In the You know, I know I was not even talking about him all, but everyone was all, all over him. The big surprise, though, I think for me is Kyle Pitts, 1.9. Um, you know, it's surpri- It's not surprising the Saints' defense is good. It was just surprising how bad it was. Like, that that surprised me. Um, Hunter Henry, he was actually so going opposite way. He was my stardom. <laughs> he got 2.0 <laughs> points. So we'll talk about that tomorrow and the things that we got wrong because we I love pointing those out. TJ Hawkinson, disappointment, 3.8. And I'll even go to Mark Andrews, 5.2 points against the Jets. It's the Jets. All right, Nick, what say you? Give me a, give me a flop you want to talk about at tight end. Oh, I don't think that there's a bigger flop than Cole Komet. I mean, he was so, so propped up this week, and um, he found himself in the offseason. Um, uh, Komet, was, <laughs> Komet was so propped up in the offseason. Oh, he's going to be the sleeper steal of the draft. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes out and scores goose eggs. So um, obviously that's going to improve. Obviously that's going to improve. But, uh, yeah, I don't know how you beat 0.00000. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, and I'm sure Justin's going to bring it up, it was a monsoon. So I, I don't want to hear that crap. crap. You're on the field. Do something. Justin, what say you, my friend? Uh, well, I'm going to say this, Kamish. Get used to it. You are now in the 49ers offense. George Kittle knows all about blocking days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then as far as far as Komet goes, he just got himself to a new level, right? You know, he went from zero touchdowns to zero targets and zero receptions. <laughs> so he's perfect. Zero for zero for zero. <laughs> uh, my guy is TJ Hawkinson. Talk about a guy that I've been harping on that I don't understand why people want him. This year, they have Amon Ross St. Brown. They have DJ Chark. DeAndre Swift is obviously firmly in that offense, and Jamal Williams is etching out a role. Bye-bye, TJ Hawkinson. Bye-bye, your top five value, because this might be an omen for the rest of uh, this year. Mm. He had he had four touches for 38 yards. What's that doing? What's that doing? Nothing. Not, not, not much, like you said. And Swift actually looked good with that big breakout run. So, well, we're talking about it. Let's get into our weekly breakdown. Breakdown! All right, so an interesting game as we were talking about it. 38-35 Eagles victorious over the Lions. Um, you know, again, unfortunately, I wasn't able to watch the games this week, but you know, watching from the scoreboard, That's watching a stupid rule. I, I was sitting, you know, don't get me started on that. I'd be out here all night. The the, um, the uh, Eagles look like it was easy breezy. I was seeing them go up a little bit, and I'm like, okay, well, it's it's not gonna be a big deal for the for the Eagles. It was 24-7 at the half. And then all of a sudden, the Lions come roaring back into it. No pun intended. But Jalen Hurts talking fantasy, uh, 243 yards in the air, 90 yards on the ground, and the touchdown um, to get in. So Jalen Hurts had a great day. Miles Sanders, we talked about him a minute ago, 96 yards and a touchdown. Um, you know, he, he had a good day as well. So really impressed with uh, Miles Sanders and the offense um, output. Day. But again, like we talked about on the Sunday show, the Lions, this is not your, you know, grandpa, Pappy's Lions. They actually had a little bit of offense to throw out there. Jared Goff, 215 yards, two TDs. 
DeAndre Swift, great performance, 144 yards on the ground um, and a touchdown, three receptions for 31 yards. Um, Amon St. Brown, eight receptions, 64 yards and a touchdown. Somebody had brought up earlier. Um, even freaking Jamal Williams. How about him? 28 yards, two touchdowns, running hard toward the goal line. So, um, Nick, I'm going to kick it to you. Just your quick thoughts on this particular matchup. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to address the uh, defense because apparently in the fourth quarter, the Eagles' philosophy was defense is optional because they were up so they were up so much they they kind of dropped back. And you know, the first fantasy wise and especially gambling wise, the first three weeks of the regular season are so tricky because the fact that these starters don't play in the preseason. This is more or less their preseason. So if any kinks are going to get worked out, it's going to be. Weeks one to three. So, um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. So the, the Eagles rushed the ball 39 times uh, for 216 yards. They only they only had um, and they only threw the ball for 29 times and they had 18 receptions. AJ Brown had 10 receptions on 13 targets. You know who the next leading receiver was? Dallas Goddard, four targets and three receptions for 60 yards. Mm. That is an unbalanced pot passing attack. They have to get that straightened out. And then all um, Nick Sirianni heard today on all Philadelphia radio is, why didn't Devontae get the ball? Why didn't Devontae get, get the ball? So uh, he's going to say, well, because we had to start A.J. A. Brown. So anyway, um, yeah. Balance, they, they need to balance their attack on the passing more, and they got to shore up that, that defense. Now, Detroit, on the other hand, uh, they're going to give people some fits because they'll tell you what, they are not going to be the uh, walkover team that the, that they used to be. Uh, Dan Campbell, they, they may not win, win a lot, but he's going to bring some re, he's going to bring some respect to them. They got to get rid of Jared Goff. That's, I'm telling you, they got to get off of Jared Goff and they got to shore up that defense, especially uh, their defensive coordinator, Terry, played in the league. I can't remember his name. But, yeah, um, pick up the de- defense. You'll be all right. Yeah, so um, speaking of Devonta Smith, you know, he was targeted, but just he just didn't catch it. I don't know what happened. Like I said, didn't see it four times. No, nothing. He gets nothing out of it. So, he again, was, maybe. He was over and under thrown. Went over his head, hit the dirt. No, oh, let's see. There you go. So not necessarily his fault. And, that, you know, again, back to overreaction Monday, that means possibly you see a bounce back from him next week. So we'll see how it Aaron goes. Glenn, defensive coordinator for Detroit. There you go. Good job, Nick. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, let's it's, go on to the next matchup. It's my AGE. Matchup. I'm sorry. Okay, thank you. Going on to the next matchup, America's team, the Miami Dolphins, putting the Psycho Beta beatdown on the Patriots. Now, I'm just going to say this very quickly, being there, um, you know, 
I could tell the Dolphins were going to blow them out early. Like, even with this run game that I was sitting there, I had my buddy was next to me talking about Damian Harris and it, should he start him prior to the game. And I said, you don't want to start them against the Dolphins today. You know, Dolphins are going to show out today. You know, we're sitting there having this whole conversation. Then he's looking at me in that first drive, and I look at him, and I'm like, this might be the only points Damian Harris sees today in his first drive. And all we got to do is make Mac Jones try to throw on us. And then sure enough, for some reason, he decided to go to Xavier Howard. Like, why do you go against Xavier Howard at the goal line? That made no sense to me. So, of course, it's flip uh, Javon Holland with the pick, and off we go. Now, talking fantasy-wise, Tua, 278 yards and a touchdown. Not so good. It was okay. Very average performance, but they did enough because of the defense. Let's go to the running game. Chase Edmonds, 12 carries. 25 yards. That's all he had. He looked good running the ball. I like what I saw when he had the ball. He had four receptions for 40 yards. Um, Raheem Mostert actually had a really key play later. Um, it was a reception for 16 yards, and he almost slipped one there towards the end. But he had five carries for 16 yards. Miami had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight different people rush the ball. Not and not for much. What did we talk about in the preseason? We like nobody in this Dolphin running game, and I think that continues to go forward. Tyree Kill, eight receptions, 94 yards. Jalen Waddle, four receptions, 69 yards. Tua found him on a big fourth down, which apparently means um, our coach has uh, nuts in a wheelbarrow, according to Tyree Kill. <laughs> on the other side, Mac Jones, big struggle, 213 yards, touchdown, one interception. Damian Harris just talked about him, nine carries, 48 yards. Um, Rashad Stevens, Romani Stevens, excuse me, eight carries, 25 yards. So they basically split carries. That might be something to note, too, um, going forward in this New England backfield. And I don't think you're starting any of these receivers or even – I don't think you even drafted any. So I, I usually I kick it to the fellas, but I'll just say I was there, so I could just tell you. Um, the two is limited uh, towards the end. I don't know how much you you know you saw the game, but he, he had one um, where he actually rolled to the left and some I don't know who it was because I was so far away from that actual play. I don't know who it was that they were wide open and Tua could not square himself up enough to make the throw to the wide open guy in the end zone. So I think that's something to note going forward. I think the Miami Dolphins are good, but they're going to stay, I think, a little bit about above average. And that's about where they're going to be. They're not going to beat the Bills with that for sure. All right, let's go on to the Steelers and Bengals matchup. Obviously a game that nobody wanted to win, it seemed like. Um, the kickers certainly seemed to have a say in a lot of it, and the defense certainly did as well. Um, you know, we don't talk IDP, uh, but, of course, Mika Fitzpatrick had a huge game in this. Uh, Mitch Trubisky on the Steelers' side, 194 yards and a touchdown. So a good game by Mitch. He didn't screw things up at all. Um, you brought up Chase Claypool. He was um, he was their leading rusher in yards, six carries for 36 yards. Um, so he brought him up uh, being a flop, but he did do something on the ground a little bit with four receptions for 18 yards, so didn't do much, uh, as you mentioned. Najee Harris obviously affected by the injury, 23 yards on the ground, two receptions, um, but he did get uh, a touchdown with one of those receptions as well. We know Joe Burrow struggled early. That was the big talk of the day, four interceptions. Um, ended up with two touchdowns, however, as they started to come back with Jamar Chase, 10 receptions, 129 yards and a touchdown, just doing Jamar Chase things. Joe Mixon, good game on the uh, good game in the air, seven receptions for 63 yards. Um, but 
uh, and 27, excuse me, 27 carries for 82 yards as well. So Joe Mixon had a good day also. I'm surprised he's not a little higher, just didn't get into the end zone. Um, Hayden Hurst also showed up for them, five receptions for 46 yards, and Tyler Boyd got in the end zone, four receptions for 33 yards and a touchdown. Interesting game. Justin, what say you about it? Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad to see that Najee's not going to be um, doing so well with this season because, I mean, I – I kind of laid in predicted this when I heard it was a Liz Frank injury. I just didn't, I, I don't, I don't, I, I said, it. I don't trust somebody with a bum wheel. You know what I mean? Like when I have a flat tire, I go change it and he's not going to go, you know, get foot surgery. Now he's going to probably wait till the off season. So until then I'm not going to be driving a car on a bum tire. Uh, Mixon <laughs> love Mixon. He actually filled the role that I thought he was going to fill with being more active in the passing game or in the street receiving game. Um, I like that they didn't really even use P Ryan that much. I, he only got one carry for four yards. Uh, now that T Higgins is out for a concussion for maybe one to two weeks, whatever it is, Jamar Chase, it is full go Jamar Chase season right now. This man has proven he is good. Um, I mean, 10 receptions, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Let's go. Uh, Joe Burrow. Like I said before, he proved that he could throw four interceptions and still be a top 10 quarterback. You just do not mess with that. Um, Trubisky. Listen, I like Trubisky, but no. You're the only one. For fantasy, no. (laughs) I'll pass. Uh, the the one real highlight of this game was, do you guys see the one-handed catch that Deontay Johnson had on the sideline? Sure did. Yes, sir. Amazing. And Jamar yeah. Chase's stab too. That was a, that was awesome too. That was that, some amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was some amazing stuff all game long. No doubt about it. And you know, obviously with the kicking situation, Minka. I mean, I think they brought it up on Good Morning Football. Like you can't even block a, a extra point in Madden. So it's so crazy that that happened. I'm like, I feel you, bro. I absolutely 100. percent The same thing happened last year in Cincinnati too. Between Green Bay and Cincy, they couldn't make make the kicks. Yeah, it's funny because I, you know, uh, like I said, we were at the game, but our the Dolphin game ended a little earlier. So when we walk, we're walking out all these four end of these one o'clock games. I had on my phone as we're walking out of the stadium. So my son was like uh, covering the phone as we're like watching all the stuff unfold as we come out. It was really fun, fun walkout. Anyway, you know what I mean. So it was a good time. Let's go on to the game. Just I'm gonna keep it to you on this one. And obviously, Brad's been waiting a long time. Brad, I, I know that yeah. you out there. I see, I see that one person watching. I know it's you. I know you're waiting. Here it comes. The Forty Niners and the Bears. Like what a game we had here. Yeah. The monsoon game, to yeah. say the least. Uh, man. So let's go to the fantasy. Trey Lance, 164 yards on in the air and the interception. Now, he did carry the ball 13. 13 oh, that was, that's your reminder. 13 carries for 54 yards. We thought he was going to get it done at least on the ground. I mean, at, at least. Um, Debo Samuel, actually, uh, eight carries, 52 yards in the touchdown. Talked about Eli Mitchell, six carries, 41 yards. He was doing well early. So, unfortunately, um, he was unable to keep going on the day. Um, Jawan Jennings was your leading receiver, four receptions for 62 yards. Brandon Ayuk um, had a couple big plays with two carries with 40 yards. Going to the Bears side, Justin Fields, 121 yards, two touchdowns and an interception, and also 28 yards on the ground. 
We also see Khalil Herbert. He brought him up earlier. Nine carries, 45 yards, and a touchdown. That's 5.0 average compared to David Montgomery, 17 carries, 26 yards, average 1.5 yards. I think that Khalil Herbert thing might be a real thing. Um, Dante Pettis, we saw that big play um, that was made by Justin Fields running to one side, throwing all the way to the other wide open. David Montgomery with three receptions with 24 yards. Forgot to include him on there. Other than that, wasn't a big offensive you know, we talked about it wasn't going to be that fantasy game. So let's just talk about the game in general. Justin, what do you have to say about your opening day loss to the Bears? Yeah, I know everybody's been waiting for this explosion. So, Brad, because I know you're there. I like you, buddy. I, I really do. And I appreciate Justin Fields. I think he's a talent. But this was the this was a monsoon game. And monsoon games can go either way. I mean, let's face it. When you're running in puddles, when you have to lob a pigskin that's soaking wet across the field, you know, shit's gonna happen. But I will say this: um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rip into this too hard. I'll just say this: the 49ers messed up. They had a good lead going into halftime. They kind of let up on defense, thinking they were probably gonna be able to handle it. And in in primetime moments. They had penalties. So let's take it to the first touchdown drive for the Bears, the immaculate catch. That drive was supposed to be over if it wasn't for a face mask call on Dre Greenlaw, where he got like one little finger in the face mask, and they called it. And then... I agree, yeah, Brad. Yeah. That's exactly what I told him prior to us getting off. No, right? well, exactly Brad, well, Brad, 12 penalties for 99 yards. I mean, let's face it. Let's face facts here. 12 penalties, 99 yards. Like, that was that was a lot of penalties. Um, you know, Fields, Fields put the team on his back, but he only did it with two plays. I mean, let's face it. He did it with – oh, I mean, I'll give it to you. Pettis over there has been waiting for his revenge game against the 49ers since Kyle Shanahan threw him out. Year two for being a sissy. Um, ever since then, yeah, he was he was a sissy on special teams. He would he was not very good. But um, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So he ended up going over there, waving his hands. Smartest thing you could do is wave your hands. Tyler Lockett will tell you that all day long. Get your attention over your quarterback, and then he bombed it out there. And I'll give Justin Fields that. To throw that bomb out there in that weather, that was very impressive. But tell me what else he really did. Tell me what else he really did. 
because that was that was driven by the helmet. And then the next drive where they scored was driven by a sliding tackle that they called roughing the passer. They called roughing the passer because Al Shair was sliding in the rain and hit Justin Fields. 15-yard penalty, set up Equinomia St. Brown touchdown. I'll tell you what he did. He scored he put more points on the board than Trey Lance did. That's that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, but Trey Lance, listen, every facet of the game, you're absolutely right. Every facet of the game, the Niners dominated, except for the scoreboard. You're absolutely that's the most right. important part. <laughs> oh well, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. But the telling the the tale of the tape was is that the 49ers screwed themselves with bad penalties and with kind of letting letting go. Letting letting the defense up and, and I'll, I should have played Garoppolo. But Trey Lance is not fully to blame for this game. Everybody who says he is is An not idiot. there. Yeah, not there. So he got concussed because he hit him in the face. In the face. In the face. <laughs> yeah, Al Shair, that was kind of crazy. Al Shair did get concussed after that play. It was it was stupid. <laughs> so yeah. I mean I'll give I'll give Justin Fields that. Like he slid down. He was smart. He slid down instead of Trey Trey Lance who barreled into these guys. So when you barrel into them, you're welcoming hits. Fields slid down, which means hey, if you come at me afterwards, I'm gonna get a penalty. So I'll give Fields that. Very smart guy on that end. All right, you feel like you got it all out now. It's 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 over. It's only No, one. no, it's built up. You you have no idea. I was I was terrible yesterday. <laughs> My wife couldn't stand me yesterday. It's week one. We have a we have a good buddy named Mark who's a big 49ers fan. I mean, I kept teasing him. I, I heard nothing from him, so I figured he's on suicide watch too. All right, let's get on to the next matchup here. He said that's a good runner. Lance a good runner. Good fantasy value. Yeah, absolutely. Justin Fields the same. I mean, getting those uh, running yards Justin are big. Fields needs to use his legs more. I mean, he needs to take. A, sorry, Commission. I need to say this real quick. He needs to take a book out or a page out of Lamar Jackson's book. I'll, I'll go. I'll let you go on because no, I, I like that. I, I think the problem with I mean, it's the receivers there. Other than Mooney, I mean, I don't know what else we got going on. He just said you were unbearable. That's hilarious. Hey, I'll come on anytime, Brad. I'll come on anytime. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go on to the Panthers-Browns matchup. Wow, this was another interesting one. Browns pulling it off in the end, 26-24. to Um, Jacoby Brissett, uh, kind of a Jacoby Brissett game, not much of much. 147 yards and a touchdown. Uh, He did run for 10 yards, so he got a point running. Nick Chubb, 141 yards. So Browns back to doing what they do best, giving Nick Chubb the football, running, and also a little bit of Kareem Hunt. 46 yards and a TD for him with four receptions, 24, and a TD. So Kareem Hunt, two touchdowns on the day. So he was the big winner uh, for sure. Amari Cooper, we talked about him in the Joku's horrible day. Um, so didn't do um, didn't do very well. Very well, excuse me. And let's talk about Baker Mayfield, 235 yards, a TD. So he looked good, I guess, in the beginning. But it's still Baker Mayfield. He's still limited. You know what I mean? It's That's a Baker Mayfield stat from the Browns. It's, you know, okay, 200. He gets that 250 maybe and maybe two TDs. But he's got an interception. This is what you're going to see from him. They don't have the running game. As I've mentioned a thousand times, Christian McCaffrey had 10 carries for 33 yards. He did get in the end zone. 
Um, but I mean, and he got four receptions for 24 yards. So that's why that's what saved him in, in, uh, PPR was those four receptions. So, uh, Robbie Anderson mentioned him earlier, 102 yards in the TD Ian Thomas, again, back to chasing points. Be careful when you're looking for tight ends or you're looking to flex. He did have 53 yards. So it looked, he looks impressive, but it was two receptions. I mean, so go, go figure. We'll see if Baker's going to. Um, look for that guy or not. He did uh, also, by the way, Baker did run one in for a touchdown as well. All right, Nick, your thoughts on the matchup. Uh, my thoughts on the matchup are <laughs> number six being number six. It just proves that the, even the Browns backup quarterback is better than, than the former starter. Um, uh, I, I just can't, can't deny it. They're, he's, he's just terrible. Uh, and he's, and he's got an excuse for, for everything. In the words of our good, good friend, Howard Bender, uh, he just sucks at football. So, um, <laughs> so I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I don't think he sucks at football. He's just average. I think that's just pretty much sums it up. All right. Let's go to the, the surprise matchup, the Houston Texans and the Colts 20 to 20 tie. I mean, what, what are we doing? Listen, if Brad, you're still out there, Lovey Smith coming to, I mean, where, if my coach has 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 to have a wheelbarrow for his balls, then Lovey Smith probably needs I don't know maybe a little pocket change purse because when you're sitting here in fourth down, you're at your 49 yard. I mean, go for it, bro! Like, what are you doing? You're playing for the tie. You punt. You're like, well, you know what? I'm just happy to be here, so let me punt the football. <laughs> Come on, man! Like, make a play. Let's go. Um, yeah. So anyway, not much confidence in his guys. Apparently, that's what that said to me. Um, Colts, um, uh, fantasy wise, Matt Ryan, 352, uh, yards, uh, the TD, um, he ran for 12 yards, Jonathan Taylor, big day, 161 yards, uh, and a touchdown, uh, Michael Pittman, 121 yards and a touchdown. He's looking like, you know, if you went after him, whenever you got him, which is later than most receivers, you're, it definitely paid off at least for week one. Um, so Naheem Hines was a good PPR, maybe flex play. Six receptions for 50 yards as well. We kind of knew that was going to be the deal with Nahi Himes. And Davis Mills, 240 yards and two TDs. Not bad. We talked about him doing some garbage time stuff. It's not a bad stat line for him. All right, we talked about this running game. 11 carries for Damian Pierce for 33 yards compared to Rex Burkhead. Got three more carries, 40 yards. So for some reason, they were splitting carries, which, you know, again... Not sure what they were doing there. Brandon Cook, seven receptions, 82 yards. Um, and it looks like the Broncos just got a fumble and are running over Chino Smith or somebody. Um, and, uh, yeah, so pretty much uh, other – oh, well, Rex Bookhead also, excuse me, had five receptions for 30 yards. So it looks like he had actually a pretty decent stat line for PPR as well. So, Nick, I'm going to keep it to you on this one. Talk about this matchup um, and, you know, just talk about it. That's just pathetic. Uh, on the Colts side, it's, it, it really is. Come on. You're down to the Texans and you got to scrap and claw back. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan, I mean, he went through for 50 times. I mean, I don't know what you do with that. Uh, when you got Jonathan Taylor, he ran the ball 31 times. They were tired. They were, they were tired. They were tired of this game and deservedly so. And it's just, they, they got to look at themselves in the mirror. Maybe, maybe Frank Reich is not the guy. He couldn't do it with Wentz. Uh, Matt Ryan is, uh, he played well because he had to. Uh, and they're just, and their defense is just pitiful. Maybe, maybe they overlooked Houston. I don't know. 
But uh, it was it was just pathetic. It was just absolutely pathetic. Pathetic, he says. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the uh, another surprise matchup: the Saints and the Falcons coming down to the wire, twenty-seven to twenty-six. Jameis Winston had a great game: 20, 269 yards, two TDs. We talked about Taysom Hill, the four carries, eighty-one yards, and the touchdown. I'm not sure in different formats they're not letting you play him as tight end, um, so you just want to monitor that. I definitely wouldn't start him as a running back, but again. He's a good stash play at tight end if they're gonna let if they're gonna run with him and he'll throw it sometimes. I, I love it. Alvin Kamara again the surprise nine carries thirty nine yards um, with three receptions for only seven yards so he's struggling a little bit yesterday. Um, Jarvis Landry talked about him seven receptions one hundred and fourteen yards. That's Jarvis Landry right there. Michael Thomas five receptions fifty seven yards two TDs. On the Falcon side, Marcus Mariota, 215 yards, so a decent day, but also 72 yards rushing and a touchdown. So, again, doing well. The leading rusher, though, Cordell Patterson. What have you guys been waiting on? We've been talking about him for years already. 120 yards and a touchdown, um, and he had three receptions for 16 yards. Drake London, five receptions, 74 yards. Um, so, again, not much other than that in the receiving core. All right, Justin, what say you on this one? Uh, yeah, it was good to see. Like I said, it was good to see Mariota back on the field. It's good to see Mariota using his legs again. Um, he's always been a good running quarterback. Uh, one thing that I want to take away is Drake London was your leading receiver in this game for the Falcons. Kyle Pitts only had, I believe, 19 yards. Mm. I mean, it, it's really the who's the benefactor of the double team. And obviously, it's going to be Drake London until Drake London starts seeing it. So, I I look for Drake London to be a very solid pick. Um, on the other side, you know, I said it. Taysom Hill was one of one of my guys from the Saints that was going to be a sneaky play. And then uh, Jarvis Landry, I mean, talk about a hell of a catch too. He made a hell of a sideline catch to make this comeback go happen. Um, love me some Jarvis Landry. Um, like I'm I'm glad to see him out of Cleveland and out of. The, the garbage disposal that is Cleveland that just eats you up um, back into a situation where he can actually get some touches, you know? Uh, and then, like I said, Michael Thomas coming in the clutch in the fourth quarter, two touchdowns. Absolutely. Uh, Chris Olave had three catches for seven for 41 yards. So it wasn't completely shut out, but you know, obviously as a rookie, he's got a little bit of time to grow overall though, outside of Kamara, Really liked how the Saints team responded to the adversity of being down. Like, I feel like a lot of people were going like, oh, shoot, is this Saints to the Super Bowl call a bad one? Because the Falcons were absolutely whooping on them. And then they made this comeback and kind of, in my opinion, silenced a little bit of the critics because the Falcons aren't that bad, but the Saints aren't going to you know, go down without having a fight. So I like this game. Uh, it was very entertaining from the red zone perspective because they would just constantly be going back and forth. And the guy who runs Edzo- a red zone, he was always just like, oh, my God, and Mariota's running down the field. Or, oh, there's Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it was it was good. It was good. Yeah, so, yeah, interesting matchup. Um, you know, what surprised me, I think, the most, though, was the Saints defense. Like, that, that surprised me the most, I think, more than anything. Um, they were supposed to be this stout – defense and they just they obviously didn't come to play against you know this very i don't know nice way to put it but you know 
limited Falcons offense. All right, moving on to the next one. Ravens, Jets, 24-9. We all kind of knew this was going to happen. Lamar Jackson, 200. took a little bit to happen, but 213 yards, three TDs, did have a pick. He only ran for six uh, six times for 17 yards, so looks like he knew that, you know what, if I sit back here enough, the Jets eventually are going to give me something, and they did. Rashawn Bateman, two receptions, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Devin Duvernay, four receptions, 54 yards, two TDs. And again, I mentioned it. Mark Andrews was their leading reception uh, leader, five receptions, but only got 52 yards out of it. So just a, just a note on that as well. All right. So, uh, Nick, we'll go to you. Anything remarkable? Oh, I, I was supposed to bring the Jets up. My bad. Flacco, <laughs> 370, 307 yards, touchdown interception. Again, we talked about this as of note. Uh, Michael Carter, 10, 10 carries, 60 yards, uh, made good use um, of his time. And Brees Hall, six six carries for 23 yards. And you mentioned it, though, PPR-wise, Brees was saved by the six receptions for 38 yards. Um, no Elijah Moore, I mean, he was all right, five receptions, 49 yards. Corey Davis, six receptions, 77 yards. Nick, what say you on this matchup? Uh, no, typical typical outcome. But I did see uh, a meme where it had Joe Flacco's face on it, and it said the Ravens had no problem making me the highest-paid quarterback. So uh, I thought that I thought that was funny. And then the loss brought um, Joe Flacco to zero and six as a Jets career starter. Mm, that's an interesting stat. All right, let's go on to the next matchup: <laughs> the Commanders, the NFC East leading Commanders, according to Justin. Uh, 28 to 22 kind of struggled a little bit against the Jags though. So let's talk about the day Carson Wentz had, they had 313 yards, four, t- four TDs with two interceptions. Um, he also ran for 12 yards. So at least he did a little bit, in, um, on the ground. Uh, again, Carson Wentz, like you said, it was a Carson Wentz type day. Oh my God, Jamal. Oh my goodness. The Wow. I, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt. In Monday Night Football, Melvin Gordon on the previous drive, it's 17-13 Seahawks. On the previous drive, he fumbled at the goal line, giving the Seahawks the ball. Now it's Williams in at running back, and he fumbles the ball at the goal line. So the Seahawks giving up another, giving it again. Again, the Broncos having some fumble issues tonight. All right, let's go. I'm sorry. So Antonio Gibson, um, he had 14 carries for 58 yards. And he had seven receptions for 72 yards. So he had a great PPR day. Terry McLaurin, 50, 58 yards and one TD. Curtis Samuel, eight receptions, 55 yards and a touchdown. I think that's uh, due to note. And Jahan Dotson. Remember I tried to trade you, Jahan Dotson, for one of your draft picks next year, Nick? Well, that ain't happening anymore. Three receptions, 40 yards, two touchdowns. Showing work. It's one uh, game. And I have him on my bench in our league. So, <laughs> and so on the other side, the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, 275 yards TD. My, uh, James Robinson, 66 yards and a touchdown. Um, he really had a great day. We talked about that earlier. Travis Etienne continued to struggle. Christian Kirk, six receptions, 117 yards. Justin, talk about this matchup. You've been talking about this commander's team. What say you? Okay, so like I said before, it was the most Carson Wentz game I've seen. Um, he was he was spectacular at times, and then he was just absolutely Carson Wentz at times. So talk about the spectacular. He was he was hitting these guys, and Terry McLaren he hit down the sideline for a forty nine yard touchdown. Um, I thought you know that there's your connection. You got to make that happen more often. And then this guy Jahan Dotson. I mean Jahan Dotson caught the 
in my opinion, the game-winning touchdown, even though there was another play, there was another drive for the Jaguars afterwards. But the body control that this guy has and the wherewithal that he had to come back in and catch this ball on the final drive for the Commanders was, I was just like, I was blown away because a lot of people thought this was a wasted first-round pick. Obviously, it's not because he's obviously a very good football player. Um it was good to see Logan Thomas back out there as well. He got a 27-yarder, and he wrapped it up, I think, with like 43 yards. Don't have the stats in front of me right now. Uh, one one keynote is actually Antonio Gibson, who tore it up in the receiving game, but wasn't half bad in the rushing game as well. He was breaking off good carries, and he was also breaking off. He caught some good uh, passes and broke off, some, uh, broke off two 25-yard runs after the catch. Um... And then on the Jaguar side, this was a tough one because I still think Lawrence is such a young quarterback that he's not really, you know, ready to to take that next step yet. But hopefully a year with Doug Peterson will get him there. Christian Kirk looked phenomenal. He caught six passes for 117 yards. Um, you know, obviously Robinson looked good. And I won't trash ETN. He looked good. He just did not look like the starter. If that means anything, you know, he had, I believe he had 40 yards rushing and, you know, he caught a couple or no, he, I think he had 40 yards receiving off of uh, two big catches. And then yeah, I think he had a good amount rushing too. I don't, I don't remember off the top of my head. Sorry about that. But to be honest, he didn't look bad. He just doesn't look like he's the lead guy in this offense and everybody paid up for him to be the lead guy. So if you paid for him in the fifth round and the guy got James Robinson in the twelfth round, well, the joke's on you, my friend. The yeah, joke I think we on you. I think we talked about that actually in the offseason. I, I could have swore it. I, I people oh, need it. People need shit. I wrote a whole article on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why people listen to other people, man. We've been pretty right. I mean, I have to say so far. All right, let's get on. This is a game Nick really want to talk about. The beat down the Vikings put on the Packers 23 to seven Aaron Rodgers 195 yards no TDs um Aaron Jones five carries 49 yards um he and I'm looking for the receptions three for 27 AJ Dillon 10 carries for 45 yards he did get in the end zone so that's how he was the better back um yesterday um you talked about these receivers Romeo Dobbs all this hype for reset he was their leading guy Four receptions, 37 yards. I mean, not good. They got to get these guys um, going for sure. On the Viking side of the football, Kirk Cousins, he definitely liked that yesterday. 277 yards, two TDs. Dalvin Cook had an okay day, 20 receptions for 90 yards. You're expecting a lot more, though, a little bit. Dalvin, three receptions, 18 yards. Justin Jefferson, the man, the myth of the hour, nine receptions, 184 yards, two TDs. A huge day for Justin Jefferson. Nick, what say you on the matchup? All right, well, uh, player-wise, I'm going to put this half on uh, Karen and half on the defense because um, put on Karen because the guy said earlier, you know, he could have deferred money. He could have take, taken less restructure deal to keep Devontae around. He said, nope, I'm getting mine. So now you're getting yours. You're getting your share of uh, I don't want to be here. And uh, all his – all his receivers are, are dropping the ball. And then he goes off and says in the comments after the post game, he goes, well, patience is going to run pretty thin if we keep losing. Well, you, you get what you get. Okay. Put that way. Uh, the, the defense again, 
Defense was optional because I don't know how in the hell you miss Justin Jefferson. How do you not cover 18? There were so many times when he was wide open. Uh, on, on the one catch, there was not a defender in 15 yards. When he caught the ball, he didn't, he couldn't believe that there was nobody around him. So, uh, again, I know he just got off the bus. I know he just got there, but, um, but I mean, cover 18. Holy crap. So, uh, there's no, there's really not much to say else. Uh, Green Bay didn't do anything. Um, and, uh, Minnesota did everything that they did to win the game. Indeed, took it to him for sure. All right, let's go up to a real interesting game, uh, the Titans and the Giants. What a great finish this was with Saquon Barkley finishing it off, win 21-20. to 20. Daniel Danny Dimes didn't really drop too many dimes, but enough to win it. 188 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. He also ran for 25 yards on six carries. Saquon Barkley talked about the big day, 18 carries, 164 yards, and a TD. Um, a big day to say the least, and he did um, catch that shovel pass. He had six receptions for 30 yards. So had a great day um, to say the least. He was the big dog. Sterling Shepard did have a decent day uh, with yards 71 with a TD, but it was only t- on two receptions, so might want to be a little weary on that. Uh, Kenny Dolliday continued to stay on his holiday and did absolutely <laughs> nothing. Ryan Tannehill, 266 yards, two TDs. Um, surprisingly, Derrick Henry, not much, 82 yards on the ground. Wasn't a big day. It was Dontrell Hillier day, though, with the three receptions, 61 yards, two touchdowns. I think that was just game script. Um, sounds like it just didn't look like it was Henry's time to get in there. It looked like a couple receptions paid off. Um, Traylon Burks did all right, three receptions, 55 yards. Kyle Phillips actually was our leading uh, receiver, six receptions, six receptions for 66 yards. Hopefully that's not a sign for him. Justin, what say you? Uh, weirdly enough, Fred was right on this one. Don't play Robert Woods. He was right. He, was. Bobby he only caught one ball for 13 yards. He was wow. right. Um, yeah. So what I'll actually say this. A lot of people want Tannehill out in Tennessee. From Malik Willis, the new shiny toy. I I asked them why. Tannehill had a good game. 266 yards, two touchdowns, was not frugal with his passes, did not throw any interceptions. Why do you want him out? Because you want to test drive the new Mercedes? And what if, what if it's a lemon, you know? Right. So um, for them, I say maybe hold tight on Tannehill. He did get you to a first-round bye last year without Derrick Henry. Uh Daniel Jones on the other side. Finally, Danny Dimes is dropping it off to Saquon Barkley. So you all know I hated on Saquon Barkley for last week. And you know what? I'll accept my L for that one. You know why? Because I like the fact that he's getting involved in the passing game again. When he was running, when he was a running back one his rookie year, it was because he got 73 receptions that year. He was an absolute monster. And I want that to be pushed into this narrative. I want you to push Saquon Barkley to 100 targets this year. I want to see that man, you know, get back to that relevance. I am officially on the Saquon Barkley train again now that Danny Dimes is willing to throw to him. Um, and then otherwise, you know, like you said, Sterling Shepard had a Sterling Shepard day, right? He shows up for two catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown. He'll do that like every three days 
or every three games, maybe get injured along the way, spend a little bit. It, the thing is, is once you go get him on the waiver wire, he's going to get injured that game. So be wary <laughs> about that. That's, <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. Um, and as far as their rookie wide receiver, he didn't really show out too much. One catch for five yards. Uh, overall, you know, they had a tight end catch a one reception, one yard for one TD. He pulled himself a Mike Evans game. You guys remember when he had two receptions, two yards, and two TDs? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, it was a it was a good day to be a Giants fan, and that's I mean, honestly, Giants are one of those organizations that I like to see them win because they've lost so much since Eli Manning's been gone that I'm kind of like, it's like the Mets winning. I'm like, yeah. And throw him a freaking parade. They won a game. I know Nick doesn't feel the same sentiment because he's in the division, but but um, I was happy that, uh, like you said, the wheelbarrow balls got them to this W today um, or on Sunday. But yeah, that's that's my analysis on them. I I still won't pick Danny Dimes as my quarterback, but like I said, I did like that he was utilizing Saquon a little bit more. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to the Chargers and the Raiders. Pretty decent matchup here. Chargers winning 24 to 19. Derek Carr, 295 yards, two TDs, three, uh, two TDs and three INTs. Um, so kind of a Derek Carr, like he definitely struggled a bit, obviously, to fit, uh, um, giving the ball up. But we talked about in the offseason, this Chargers defense, I mean, it's, it's meant, it's built to uh, make plays. Um, so that's exactly what they did yesterday. Devontae Adams, 110 reception, 141 yards and a TD. Darren Waller was showing up, four receptions, 79 yards. Hunter Renfro disappeared, unfortunately. Um, Josh Jacobs had an okay day. He had uh, 57 yards on the ground, and he had one reception uh, for 16 yards. Chargers, 279 yards from Herbert, three TDs. Austin Eckler was surprising, 36 um, yards on the ground. Four receptions for 36. 36 seemed to be the theme. He should have been on the flops, actually, um, as well. Joshua Kelly was actually, uh, looked like he even ran a little better. 5.2 average when he was in. Keenan Allen, we talked about before, got hurt. Four receptions, 66 yards. DeAndre Carter might be somebody you want to talk about picking up if uh, Keenan Allen's not a go. 64 yards and a TD with three receptions. Gerald Everett, again, nice stream this week. Um, three receptions, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Nick, what say you? Uh, another flop you can add is Mike Williams. Two two receptions on four targets for 10 yards. Um, so let's talk about the Raiders first. Um, want to talk about Josh Jacobs was pretty much taken out of the game from jump due to the net, they, they got behind and then a negative game script. So, so that just took him out of the game. Um, now, there was 35 targets total for the Raiders. Devontae Adams got 17 of those 35. Okay. So, so, you know, let's just triple team him and then, and then throw to some, throw to somebody else. Uh, you know, typical Derek Carr. Everyone's going to jump on that train and, um, it's just, it might work. I, it'll get better. It'll get better. Uh, Austin Eckler definitely should have been a flop. Again, apparently he, he wasn't needed and, uh, the, the Chargers just jumped out early and they just took, uh, command of the game and they got the turnovers. I mean, you know, you look at the one stat line, a lot of teams don't win when they, when they got three plus turnovers and it just, 
that's just the way, you know, you give the ball th- three times. It's, it's hard to win. Indeed. Um, all right, let's move on to the last four o'clock game. The Chiefs dominating the Cardinals. Pat Mahomes definitely should have got a game ball. 360 yards, five TDs. But listen, if I have to hear one more analyst say, well, don't Tyree kill Patrick Mahomes is just fine. Again, it's one game. It's the Cardinals. He did play very well, mind you. Um, Pacheco, by the way, was their leading carrier. 12 carries for 62 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Clyde Edward-Hilaire, we talked about his big game because in the air, he got three receptions, 32 yards, two TDs on the ground, seven uh, carries for 42 yards. So something to note, though, um, Pacheco was the leading carrier. So maybe that's due to game script, them being up. Who knows? But something to monitor going forward. Travis Kelsey, eight receptions, 121 yards and TD. Um, Juju, 79 yards. So he was actually made a couple big plays. So if he's on your waiver wire, maybe something you might want to look at this week. Uh, Kyler Murray, 193 yards, two TDs, a lot of garbage time, uh, five carries, 29 yards. Did not look very good. Um, did not look like he gained very well, as Nick noted earlier. Um, Nick, what do you say on the matchup? Uh, I think they, they need to put that study clause back in his contract because uh, there's a couple of plays. He didn't look like he knew what the hell he was doing. Uh, couldn't. Couldn't read the defense. Uh, I sent y'all a clip earlier. Um, there's another guy on this team on the Cardinals named Greg Dortch. Uh, that might be a waiver wire chase. So, so be cautious about, about that. Uh, the new shiny toy, uh, Marquise Brown only got four, um, receptions, 43 yards and a score. That's what saved him. Um, nothing spectacular. Uh, their, their defense is just absolutely toward, uh, on the, on the Chiefs. I'm sorry, on the, uh, Cardinal side, side of it. And that's pretty much it. You know, Patrick Mahomes. Well, what am I going to say? No, you're right. You're right. He only, he he only missed nine nine passes. He only missed (laughs) nine passes. So, um, if you have him, start him. Right. Got it. I know, right? You got to light them up. All right. That's why I get paid the big bucks over here. (laughs) Let's go on to the uh, late night. I don't even know if that was a football game. The Buccaneers. You're the Colin Cowherd of this show. (laughs) Thank you. That is the best compliment I could ever receive. I'm so glad you interrupted me to say that. All right. So the Bucks dominating the Cowboys. 19 to 3. That defense looks for real. I was wrong. Brady, the line looked good enough to have Leonard Fournette run for 127 yards. He looked great last night. Two receptions for 10. Tom looked good too at times. I mean, 212 yards, one team. Not a great stat line, um, but doesn't matter. Uh, didn't really, like you mentioned earlier, Bucks didn't, he didn't really need to do much. And I don't even need to go to the Cowboys side because what what is there even good to mention? Like what even happened that was good on that side? I don't even was over. Pretty much, Justin. What say you, sir? So the only thing of mention for the Cowboys is Micah Parsons is a badass. That man sacks. (laughs) Oh my god, he treated he treated Tom Brady like his own personal rag doll. Two sacks in this game. (laughs) He's a monster, but. Otherwise, I mean, you know what? I'll give it to Zeke. Zeke looked good in this game. He just, to be honest with you, the game script got away from them. So 
yeah. and the game script's not going to be in his favor the rest of the season. So I would say probably try and get rid of him at some point. I was very disappointed Tony Pollard only had, like, I think 22 all-purpose yards. Um, I think he had 14 through the air, and then you have, yeah, 22, eight on the rushing. On the other side, Leonard Fournette looking real damn good right now as you're running back two. Um, and then Julio Jones, that's the guy right there. If And he might have made it to your waiver wire. So that's the guy right there I'm looking at with Chris Godwin out. We know we now know what Julio Jones and Tom Brady looks like, and it looks like the Julio Jones of old. And now you got to deal with Julio. You got to deal with Wait till week seven. two six foot three freaks, Julio Jones and Mike Evans. Pick your poison, boys. Pick your poison. Um, outside of that, nobody else really you know stood out to me. Uh, like you said, this defense is just good. I mean, the secondary is good. The front seven is good. Yeah, start them. Yeah, it's really good. On least. Dallas' side, they got a guy named Noah Brown was was the receiver. Who the hell is Noah Brown? <laughs> He's their four-string receiver that beat out their rookie to play that game. So, mm. I mean, hey, you know what? It went it. You know, we don't have with with Dak Prescott out. I'm not sure I trust any cowboy right now. Um, you know that, and again, with like you mentioned, with him in, he didn't look very good neither. So, <clears throat> so we're gonna close things out. We're gonna just talk about the Monday night. I'll just tell you about what's going on right now. It is 17-13 Seahawks. Russell Wilson, 270 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Melvin Gordon leading the carries, nine uh, 43 yards. Javonta Williams, um, he has seven for 43. Cortland Sutton, 72 yards for that big debate. Jerry Judy, two receptions, 70 yards, but got the TD. So everyone was big debate between who was the better. Geno Smith tonight, great stat line, 191, two touchdowns. Rashad Penny, 12 receptions for 60 yards um, as well. So, again, this is going to be an interesting matchup. The um, Broncos now are driving um, here late in the fourth quarter with it's 9-13. So we'll see who ends up pulling this one off. I know I just need one yard from Javonta Williams, and I'm going to pull this thing off. I just need Albert O to sit his ass on the bench and get a get a yard from Javonta Williams, and I'm calling it a W. Worth All noting, right, two goal line fumbles from Denver. I know. That's why I'm like, oh, we're both running to backs, too. I yeah, just one, both. That's true. I know they're getting close to the goal line too. So now I'm getting like all nervous. All right, let, let's go because we got a big show for you tomorrow, talking about our waiver wires and all our good stuff. We're gonna get out of here so we can finish Monday Night Football. We appreciate you, and we are out. We're on a mission. Yeah!
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.